Good morning, or whenever you listen to it. I am Nitro Performance Guy, a.k.a. TJ. This is another episode of the Nitro Performance Guide. How y'all doing today? I hope you're doing good. So, not much news in the NHRA this week. We're just going to get right into it. (laughs) We're just going to get right into it. So, uh, not much news in in, in in the NHRA. Uh, I've been watching a lot of no prep kings lately. You know, I guess my my drag racing appetite uh, is 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 you know my stomach's growling. I guess for some drag racing, so I've definitely been watching it. Uh, it's <laughs> TV, uh, but it's it's you know you get to see some some cool drag racing. Uh, you know, it's it's drag racing. Okay, uh, if you like drag racing, you like cars, you like hot rides. Any iteration of those things entices you. So, not just the Nitro Burners. Um, But, that's what we're here to talk about because you're on the Nitro Performance Guide. Here you go. So, again, not much news in the NHRA. But, I I brought up No Prep Kings to say this. I was watching Wes Buck's show. Uh, They they always do like a weekly uh, live watch with it. They had uh, Lizzie Musi on there last night and Pat Musi on there. Uh, a pro stock veteran, Pat Musi. Uh, and then, you know, his daughter has just been tearing it up. She actually did a little NHRA racing <clears throat> in the past. Um, so she's she's a driver. She's a driver. But, um, again, I, I digress. So <laughs> there was a comment uh, from somebody in the in the comments, and there was not really a lot of NHRA-related uh, comments. This was a live, so you know you can see, they can see the the comments that we make live. Um, and a guy comes on there, and he's like, "Where's Ron Caps going?" <laughs> I laughed so hard. I I tried to like add him to like LOL, you know, but you know it's YouTube. I didn't know how to do that. But anyway, I say all of that to say the PRI show, the trade show is next week, um, December 9th through the uh, December 11th, uh, the Performance Racing Industry Trade Show. That's what PRI stands for. Uh, and that's where we're going to be getting a lot of information, uh, NHRA-wise, because you know that they're going to be there. Uh, and... I know that we are expecting some news from Ron Caps at the Performance Racing Industry Trade Show. So that's next week. Stay tuned on that. Uh, kind of a slow news week <laughs> for NHRA, uh, <clears throat> but that's that's not bad. Uh, their their website still makes content. You know, they go back and they uh, look at look at championship things and things like that. You know, just things like that. But anyway, today what we're going to do is we're going to do another one because you guys like them. So we're going to keep doing them. Plus, this one was requested by my buddy, American Hot Rod Entertainment. Uh, I got you, buddy. So he requested that we do um, Sonoma and Epping. We're going to do Sonoma uh, another time. But today we're going to do Epping. the taskaparts.com NHRA New England Nationals to be specific presented by Bandero Tequila. This was at New England Dragway in Epping, New Hampshire. This was June 11th through the 13th of 
2021. So again, we're in the time machine. Uh, a little cool little nugget about this event is uh, Tasca, Bob Tasca the third, the funny car driver, and Alexis DeJoria, the funny car driver, um, actually sponsored this event. That was cool. You know, Bandero Tequila is you know Alexis's venture, uh, and and TaskaParts.com is obviously. Uh, adventure of bob tasca the third so it was cool to see two new englanders uh sponsoring their their national event so it was really cool to see um now again with these with these uh time machine episodes i'm not sure what i was thinking or what i was doing i might not have finished it (laughs) and i'm not getting down on myself i'm just i don't know what i was doing so (laughs) what we're gonna do is we're going to go through because it looks like on most of this, I didn't use any, I didn't do any descriptions or it was just very sparse. Again, it's still good. I have what I need in, in that being with the numbers. Um, it's, we're going to do it. We're going to have a good time doing it. Um, so let's jump right into it because I want to jump. I, I, I value your beautiful time and I thank you for spending your time with me. Uh, so let's just get to the action. So, the top three qualifiers in top fuel, I kind of did this a little differently here. The top three qualifiers in top fuel at this event after session number one uh, was Billy Torrance, 3.744 at 324.98 miles per hour, okay? So, look at miles per hour, not miles per hour. <laughs> okay, Justin Ashley, number two. 3.774 at 322 miles per hour. And in the third position, we have Doug Kalitta, 4.002 at 252.80 miles per hour. So there were only two three-second runs in top fuel in the first session. Also, uh, there were only 12 top fuel cars here, uh, and there were only 13 funny cars here. Um, it's expensive guys to travel with the tour it's it's expensive you have to not only factor in gas and the parts for your hauler uh not even talking about the race car not even talking about the race car at all we're talking about the actual humans who make the cars sing right uh you you gotta house the crew you know you you gotta you gotta put them up you know and a lot of times they're sharing rooms which is fine uh but that's expensive still you know you have to house your drivers your and if you have you know uh, a whole bunch of people coming you gotta you gotta find places for them so it's not easy to travel with them and that's why you know we see the independent teams that don't have the big budgets that the uh, corporate cars have which is fine again you guys know i am a champion of the independent racer uh i love you know all of the cars out there, but the independent guys and girls that just come out to like, hey, they're they're going to be, you know, not too far from me. I'm going to go take the race car there and see if we can't qualify. You know, that, that happens a lot. You know, th- those cars aren't, you know, contending for championships because they don't r- run enough races to do so. They don't, they, they wouldn't accumulate enough points for that. Uh, but it's still good to see them. But I say all of that to say that it is very expensive to travel uh, in the NHRA. 
if you don't have a giant budget. You know, it's it's expensive, you know. Um and I was listening, this was this information came actually from Wes Buck. He had uh Alex Laughlin on there, this specific episode I'm talking about. And uh, you know, they were talking about the, the purses to win the races needing to be a little bit higher because of just how much it costs to run these cars. Just just the running the cars alone. If everything goes right, it is like two thousand or I'm sorry, a thousand dollars per second. Per second. Okay? So that's if everything goes right. That's if all the, the trailer's paid off, all of the stuff is paid off, you've paid the crew. That's just what it costs to do this. And ironically, it's a lot less than running a cup team, you know? Um, so, but it's still expensive nonetheless. It's still expensive nonetheless. Okay. I don't know why I just wanted to sing there. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, looks like I didn't include Qualifier 2. So, I, again, I said all that to say... That's why we only have these we we have these car accounts here this weekend, uh, this specific weekend that I'm talking about. Uh, it's expensive, guys, you know. Uh, but like I said, I'm a champion of those of those independent racers, those Terry Haddocks that come out. And, you know, Terry Haddock's been out a lot this this past year. He he's he was there, you know. Uh, he would even have a top fuel car with him, you know. So with Buddy Hole driving it, so. That guy, I mean, I, I just take my hat to the people that I've been watching racing since I was a kid. You know, Terry Haddock has been in this thing a long time, and he's still doing it. And now he's got a little operation over there, and and not, I don't mean little as offensive, but he's got an operation that, you know, hey, you got to beat that car. You know, you got to, if there is no gimme races in NHRA, we saw that when we talked to we did the uh, the Vegas episode when all, okay, well, when five of the top five in Funny Car, three of them went out in the first round. So anything could happen in this sport. So anyway, you guys know I'm long winded. It's fine. Okay, <laughs> all right. So let's get let's get into it. Top fuel qualifying session number three. Uh, I don't have weather conditions for everything, but the ones I do will definitely uh, give them to you. So the air conditions, uh, the air temperature was 75 degrees. The relative humidity was 49%. Uh, the barometer is reading 29.84 inches, adjusted altitude 1,684 feet. Uh, so in the first pair of this session, we got Brittany Forrest and Leah Pruitt. Uh, coming in, Leah Pruitt was number twelve of twelve fun, of uh, <laughs> twelve of twelve top fuel cars, uh, and Brittany was number ten of twelve top fuel cars. So there wasn't too many cars getting down the racetrack with only two seventies on the board or two just representative runs in general. Uh, Brittany Force gets down the racetrack three point seven nine eight at three hundred nineteen miles per hour. Uh, Leah did not make a full run, 3.927 at 278.92 miles per hour. Um, Brittany was first off the line. She was 838 to 60 foot, uh, just above three seconds at the eighth mile. Force launched hard and kept it hooked up to go to the number six spot. Uh, and then so we just did the incrementals. Pruitt was on a good pass until the top end when there was a little bang. 
She improves to the number eight spot, however, with that run. Again, they weren't there weren't a whole lot of cars getting down. Um, so in the next pair, we got Clay Milliken and Doug Coletta. Doug Coletta is going to get the better on this one, 3.788 at 320 miles per hour, 320.51 miles per hour. He was 847 to 60 foot. He was 054 at 60 foot. Like I said last week, you, if you think these guys aren't thinking about the tree and qualifying, you're wrong. <laughs> so it's cool to sit at the starting line during qualifying to just see who gets the jump. Because you can see it with the header spit. You just watch the headers and you'll see who gets who gets the top. Because it's very hard to tell in person. I mean, there's a lot going on. It's the noise, the vibration. But you can still see it if you look. Um, so, how about 285 to the eighth mile for Doug Kalitta? Uh Clay Milliken, I'm sorry. 3.852 at 295.72 miles per hour. Uh, he... Clay Milliken got bumped down to the number 10 spot before his car fired. Dougie was in the 9 spot. Uh, so let's see. This was a good drag race. Milliken was straight down the groove with a clean pass. Clay Milliken's incremental times, 848.60. 2.148 at 330. At the 8th mile, 3.071 at 274.27 miles per hour. Kalita kept it hook up hitting all hitting on all eight to go to the number five spot. The Kalita's incremental times. We got 847 at 60. We got at 330, 2.151. At the eighth mile, 3.042 at 285 miles per hour for the Kalita. All right, and then we got Antron Brown and Sean Langdon. Antron's gonna get the better of this one. 3.9 or 3.792. At 323.83 miles per hour. He was 845, 845 to the 60 foot mark. The 847 came in the other lane uh, of Sean Langdon. Looks like shortly after 60, he encountered some issues because looks like that uh, 330 is just a bit off the pace, 2.185. Brown with another good-looking pass straight down the groove. He makes his quickest pass of the weekend by a couple ticks, but will stay in the number six spot. Langdon was on a good-looking pass until the car went silent around the eighth mile. Uh, So it looks like he was uh, still on the gas uh, going through the eighth mile. However, the car was laboring. It looks like it was not uh, hitting on all eight because he was just three point. 1-8 1-8 at the 8th mile at 221. So he had definitely encountered some issues uh, by that point. In the next part, we got Mike Salinas and Steve Torrance. Steve, oh, we got to do the lanes. I'll start at the top. Brittany Force was in the left lane. Leah Pruitt was in the right. Clay Milliken was in the left lane. Doug Kalitta was in the right lane. Antron Brown was in the left lane. Sean Langdon was in the right lane. All right, now we're back. Here we go. Sean Langdon. I just said that. Mike Salinas is in the left lane. Steve Torrance is in the right lane. Um, This looks like a good-looking side-by-side drag race, just looking at the incremental numbers. 3.783 at 324.12 miles per hour for Mike Salinas. Uh, He was 845, tied Antron Brown to 60 feet. It looks like Brittany Force is still quicker, uh, 838 at 60. Uh, Steve Torrance, 3.801 at 323.50 miles per hour. 
Uh, both cars were both about just sitting above three seconds, uh, but not by not by much. Like it looks like less than a tenth they were off there, um, but still good looking passes. Again, you can't run the cars the same way in all the conditions. Like uh, yeah, so you're not going. You're probably not going to see sub two three seconds in this this. Um, this session but again you got to get the car down the racetrack and it looks like a lot of them were not so uh usually like i said on the previous episodes the final session is usually when they start to get their act together um but again i say act together uh lovingly because this is hard <laughs> I, you know you, you got to give them a little bit this is hard work here uh, and that's why i love talking about it because it's so impressive these people that tune these cars to make them do what they do, it, it is just, it's incredible. Power management, power management. But you still got to make the power, too. So, uh, and apply it to the racetrack. How about 287.11 for Steve Torrance at the 8th mile? That's the biggest speed at the 8th we've seen. Uh, 3.060 for him. Uh, that's how long it took for him to accelerate to that speed. Incredible. 3.048. At 284.75 miles per hour for Mike Salinas in the other lane. So, good-looking pass. Salinas with another good-looking pass. He will not improve. He makes the quickest pass of the session. All right. And then Steve Torrance with a clean, with a good clean pass, but will not improve. Uh, Storrance. Storrance. <laughs> No, Steve Torrance came in at the number four spot at the time of this, and Mike Salinas was number two. Um, so, let me see. Oh, he must have did that in the previous session because I only have the top three qualifiers from session one. I'm like, wait a minute. How was he number two? But I, I, we're all caught up here. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, then we got in the left lane, Billy Torrance and... Justin Ashley in the right lane. Justin comes in the number three qualifier, and Billy Torrance is the number one qualifier. Uh, Billy's going to get the better of this one. 3.760 at 322.73 miles per hour. How about both top fuel cars at the eighth mile were traveling at exactly the same speed almost? I mean, we're talking about like a five-tenths, but... They were they were that close. So 288.89 for Billy Torrance and 288.39 for Justin Ashley. So Billy was moving just by five tenths faster than Justin Ashley. I just think that's incredible. We got 053 and 054 at the 60 foot blocks. Uh, so basically dead even there. Uh, Justin got off the line first, as he often does. 073 to Billy's uh, one oh oh. I'm sorry, one two two. Yeah. Okay, both just above the uh, three second mark. Uh, mark. <laughs> both above three seconds. Looks like Billy was closer to three seconds than Justin. But again, we're talking tenths here. Um, 3.023 to a 3.055 here. Uh, Torrance launched hard and kept it hooked up to make the quickest pass of the session. That's 76. 
Uh, he qualifies. Uh, let me see. Oh, he qualifies number one for the fifth time in his career and the second time this season. Stout for the Capco boys. Ashley, with another good-looking pass, he will start Sunday from the number three spot. And you always want to start uh, race day from the top half of the field. Nobody's easy. Nobody's easy, but... I mean, last week we had some interesting qualifying, too, and we had some very interesting round one matchups, like final round matchups, like Matt Hagens and, and Tim Wilkerson or, you know, just kind of those kind of pairs. Like, that's a final round. So it really helps to qualify in the top half of the field. Top eight, a lot of them are shooting for top five. Uh, that, that gets them a little bit of a better draw. Again, nobody's easy, uh, but... You know, you're racing the lane. Honestly, you're 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 not racing. You're trying to get your car to the line ahead of the other person. But it doesn't matter who that person is. It could be anybody. It could be someone who's just starting. Who this is their first career start, or it could be John Forrest. It doesn't matter. We're trying to beat you, whoever you are. You know. So anyway, top. Three qualifiers in funny car after session number one. We're switching gears. Even though these cars don't have transmissions, they have clutch. <laughs> Multi-sage, centrifugal clutch. Love it. All right. So the top three qualifiers in funny car after one was Matt Hagen, 3.891 at 333.53 miles per hour. Stout. Stout. Very good. Um... How about number two? Ron Caps, 3.976 at 324 miles per hour. That's the next quickest run. So Matt's got like a little more than a, yeah, a little bit less than a tenth on the field. 89 to a 70 or uh, 97. Wow. Then you got Blake Alexander in the number three spot, 4.040. At 317.94 miles per hour. So the weather conditions at the beginning of their third session, which uh, we know they're they're last on Saturday. Uh, so the top fuelers went first, and then the uh, the funny cars wrap up nitro. Uh, so the weather conditions: air temperature 75 degrees. The relative humidity is still 49 percent. The barometer is st- uh, let me see, is it the same? Yeah, it's like. It's the same. So two point uh, or no, twenty nine point eight four inches adjusted altitude, one thousand six hundred eighty four feet. So no change from the start of top fuel. All right. So in the first pair, we got Jim Campbell and Terry Haddock. Terry Haddock is in the right lane. Jim Campbell is in the left lane. Jim's going to get the better of this one. Four point oh eight one at three hundred fourteen point seven five miles per hour. Um, Terry Haddock is going to get down there 4.876 at 161 miles per hour. So he did not make a full pass. Uh, Campbell was straight down the groove with a clean pass to go to the number nine spot. Coming in, Jim was number 12 and Terry Haddock was number 13. The lower qualified cars always start after session one. So in session one, uh, it's determined by the points coming in. Uh, the, if you're if you're 
number one in the point, number one and two in the points are going to be the last pair out in both nitro classes. Well, in all the professional classes, your points determine where you run in the first session. In the second session, it's always in the second, third, or fourth, if we or fifth. Um, it's all determined by uh, performance. So if you didn't run well in the previous section, you're up first. So um, let's see. Haddock starts to haze the tires just before the eighth mile mark and clicks it off. All right. In the next pair, we got in the left lane, Blake Alexander in the and in the right lane, Cruz Pedregon. Cruz is number 12 now, and Blake is number 7. Uh, Cruz gets off the line first and gets the better of this one. 3.969 at 326.74 or 71 miles per hour. Next to Blake Alexander, also getting it down there in the threes. 3.972 at 322.04 miles per hour. They were both just above 320 at 660. But how about this? 3.218 to a 3.219. Just by a th- they were a thousandth of a second apart at the eighth mile. That's awesome. Hey, how about dead even at sixty feet? Eight seventy six at sixty foot. Both both cars, both cars. Uh, Cruz started to pull away a little bit there. Got, he got to the next split a little quicker than Blake did. We're gonna start doing the splits. I gotta uh, start figuring that out for you guys because. I think that can really open up a lot of of, of eyes of, of just how quick these cars are moving, and that's a that's a lot. Uh, you know how the tuners tune the cars. Like they look at the splits, how quickly the car is getting from sixty foot to three thirty. How, okay, how quickly is the car getting to half track from the three thirty mark? Look at those splits and the times, and that really helps them uh, tune the car. Like uh, tune. Uh, or, or apply the clutch. Maybe we're applying it too hard here, or maybe we need to apply it a little harder because uh, we can we can get that split time down. Uh, so that's something cool we're gonna start doing. Uh, but yeah, stay tuned for that. All right. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, this looks like also a side by side drag race. Forgive me, I just don't remember what they look like. That was in June. <laughs> it's December tomorrow, so. It's the end of November. All right. Alexander kept it hooked up and is straight down the groove for his quickest pass of the weekend to go to the number six spot. And then Cruz Pedragon with his quickest pass of the weekend to go to the number four spot. All right. And how about um, both cars moving up uh, over 270 miles per hour at the eighth mile. Took them 2.21 something to get there, two point two, sorry, three point two one seconds. They're moving at two hundred and seventy something. Wow, wow. All right. So in the next pair, we got J.R. Todd and Robert Height. Robert is now the, on the bump, number twelve. What? No, there's thirteen. So he's now in the number thirteen spot, and J.R. Todd is in the number seven spot. So JR is going to get off the line and he's going to get the better of this one. He's going to get off the line first. <laughs> he's going to get the better of this one. 3.983 at 324.98 miles per hour. In the other lane, we got Robert Height going 3.992 at 325.53 miles per hour. So we got another side-by-side threes in the funny cars. Um, both of them were not as quick as 
Cruz and Blake at the eighth mile, 3.23 for JR and 3.24 for Robert. So, uh, just again, not far away from 320, uh, at the eighth. And then at the, uh, let me see. Oh yeah. Okay. So he was just, uh, 100th off of the previous run. So at, at 60, JR Ty was 886. And then in the uh, previous period, was 876 in both lanes. Um, so this was a good-looking side-by-side drag race. Ty with another good-looking pass, but will not improve. All right. Height is straight down the groove with his quickest pass of the weekend to go to the number nine spot. Uh, so that means both header, all the header flames were lit. All the pipes were lit. Uh, they're both crossing at 320. Uh, previous pair as well. Anything over 320, you know... Your your headers are, are lit, okay? All right, so in the next pair, we got Ron Caps and Tim Wilkerson. Ron comes in the number five qualifier, and Tim Wilkerson comes in the number 10 qualifier. How about Ron Caps? 3.927 at 325, uh, 324.59 miles per hour to Tim Wilkerson's, again, side-by-side threes. 3.974 at 320.89 miles per hour. How about both cars above 375 at the eighth mile? Hey, how about Ron Caps? 2.7. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I can't. I get the speeds and the t- and the and the uh, times mixed up sometimes. <laughs> okay, 279.38 miles per hour for Ron Caps at the eighth mile. How about he sub 320 at the eighth mile? 3.181 at 279 miles per hour. Amazing. Okay. So his 60 foot time, he got there at the same time as Blake and uh, Cruz did. 876 to Tim Wilkerson's 879. Still a stout number. Uh, Tim Wilkerson, just above three seconds, three point, uh, at the uh, 320. Just above 320 at the eighth mile, 3.217 at 275.45 miles per hour. I don't know why I went to Arizona. I don't know. Arizona? (laughs) All right. I'm having fun. I I, I love doing this. Okay. Here we go. Caps launched hard and kept it hooked up to go to the number two spot. All right. So he jumps three spots with this run. Uh, Wilkerson makes his quickest pass of the weekend to go to the number seven spot. All right, so he moves up three spots with this run. All right, next we got the New Englanders. We got Alexis DeJoria, and then we got Bob Tasker the third. Uh, Ron Caps was in the left lane, and Tim was in the right. I make sure I got it all. JR was in the left, Robert was in the right, just to make sure I got that. All right, so Alexis DeJoria. And Bob Tasker go down through there. They cross the, the scoreboards, only read numbers that are a tenth, I'm sorry, a thousandth of a second off. 3.963 for Alexis DeJoria to Bob Tasker's 3.962. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anytime these cars get anywhere close, I have a fit. Because. I just think that's amazing. You put nitro in the tank, you got header flames spitting out of the engine, you know, out of the zoomies, and they both crossed the line over 320, over 320 miles per hour. We got 323 in the right lane for Bob, and then we got 320 
for Alexis DeJoya in the left lane. Awesome. Awesome. Again, both funny cars over three set or over two seventy five at the eighth mile. We got both cars very close to three twenty at the eighth mile. Three twenty with a four on the end for Alexis and then three point two one two for Bob Tasca the third. Bob Tasca, O sixty seven off the line. <laughs> hey, how about a eight seventy eight sixty foot? Very nice. That's just two thousandths off with the quickest. Well, it's a three-way tie for the quickest here. All right. And then in the last pair, we got Matt Hagen in the left lane and John Forrest in the right lane. Matt Hagen gets off the line first. But John Forrest will get the better of this one. 3.979 at 315.78 miles per hour. Uh, so speed a little down a little bit. Um for John Forrest. That's usually a big speed car. Uh, and then Matt Hagen, 324.12 miles per hour. So his speed was on pace. Uh, he just ran three point, just ran. He ran a 3.994 uh, next to John Forrest. This was a great looking side-by-side drag race. I do remember this one. Uh, so John Forrest was closer to 320 at the eighth mile than Matt Hagen, 3.216 to Matt's 3.23 nine both moving over 270 miles per hour 274 for the 16 time champ and for matt hagan we got 272 at the eighth mile 888 at the uh at the 60 foot block okay oh i just confused myself i messed up i didn't do the okay let me see i see what i did there okay (laughs) i'm like wait a minute the qualifying position is 078. What? <laughs> okay. So we got 875 for John Ford. So it's, by my account, I think that's the quickest 60 foot of the session. 875. That's by 1,000. Uh, that's awesome. This was a good side-by-side drag race. Hagen with another good-looking pass. He will hold on to the number one spot for the 41st time in his career and the first time this season. All right. And then Force with a clean pass to wrap up qualifying. John Force's incremental times, 875, 60 foot. That's the only one we're going to do because we kind of went through all the other ones. All right. So, and then I was doing I was doing a who to watch on race day. Uh, so I got six top fuel cars and six funny cars. So in top fuel, we're going to watch Billy Torrance, obviously, because he's the low qualifier. He's the number one qualifier. You always want to watch the, the pole sitter. In number two, you got Antron Brown. Number three is Justin Ashley. Number four is Doug Kalitta. Number five is Steve Torrance. And number six is Mike Salinas. These are not how they shaked up at the end of qualifying. These are just how I listed them. Uh, so I just want to make sure I clarified that. Uh, in Funny Car, how about J.R. Ty's number one for me here on this one? I don't know how I did this, but um, again, I'm, I'm just reading what I did. J.R. Todd is in the number one position, uh, followed by Bob Tasker, John Force, Cruz Petricon in number four. In number five, we got Alexis DeJoria. And in the number six spot, we got Arlo qualifier for the fuel funny car class matt hagan he was wearing that um that red eye um livery that that weekend that really shiny red it's a beautiful funny car (laughs) i love when they roll that one out from under the tower all right 
So, top fuel eliminations, round one. We got weather conditions here. Air temperatures, 81 degrees. The relative humidity is 38 degrees, so a little better than qualifying. Barometer is 29.85, so about the same as the last session of qualifying. Adjusted altitude, a little bit worse than it was the previous uh, day, 2,061 feet. The track temperature is 109, uh, I'm sorry, not 193 degrees. Wow, that would be impossible. Uh, <laughs> 139 degrees. All right, so in the left lane, we got Antron Ryan. In the right lane, we got Brittany Forrest. How about Brittany Forrest goes down to Antron Brown's 3.773 at 324.98 miles per hour. Brittany was making a run, 3.843 at 319.04 or 07 miles per hour. Antron was first off the line, 071 to a Brittany's 090. Uh, Antron was first to 60 foot as well, 052 to 054. Um, so they were both a little bit over three seconds at the eighth mile, 3.032. Brown was closer than Forrest. In the next pair, we got Doug Kalitta in the left lane and Sean Langdon in the right lane. How about Doug Kalitta is going to beat his teammate, 3.842 at 293.98 miles per hour. Uh, to Sean Langdon's 4.080 at 292.96 miles per hour. So those cars weren't running full song through the finish line because both cars are under 300. All right. How about Doug Kalitta, 282.42 at the eighth mile. So he was running 280. So he was on pace to run a lot faster than that. Uh, but again, we know with the uh, with the momentum that that still will show in your e in your elapsed time, but it will not the speed will go away in a hurry. Sometimes, twenty miles per hour in the span of like a hundred feet. So that's un unbelievable. All right. So and that's because of the downforce on the wings of both the funny car and the uh, top fuel car. All right. In the third pair, we got Justin Ashley and Leah Pruitt. Leah's in the right lane justin is in the left lane how about leah pruitt 3.771 at 324.28 miles per hour she was very close to three seconds flat at the eighth mile 3.028 at 285.05 miles per hour how about 84860 justin ashley ash i don't even know justin ashley was first off the line as again as he often is 045 to Leah's 090. Uh, but it looks like he was a little bit off the pace or just got out run. Leah was making a monster pass. Um, and that's currently the quickest of the session by two thousandths of a second. Mike Salinas and Buddy Hull. Uh, Buddy's in the right and Mike is in the left lane. How about Mike Salinas? 3.813 at 325.22 miles per hour. He was 848 at the 60-foot uh, block, and he was first off the line 095. Buddy Hull looks like he got into some trouble fairly early in the run uh, with crossing at uh, 6.295 at 99 miles per hour. It blows my mind how the earlier... Okay, I'll say this. The... Um, the higher the elapsed time, so in, in this case, so like six, seven, eight seconds, the higher that time is, 
the earlier in the run they encountered those problems. Uh, because like we were just saying with that momentum, if you encounter problems at the far end of the racetrack, you'll still cross like Justin Ashley did, you know, 4-0. That, that's still, I mean, that's a pretty decent funny car run, right? Or, or fairly workmanlike, workmanlike funny car run. Uh, but the earlier in the run they encounter problems, uh, the longer it'll take them to traverse that thousand foot block or that thousand foot uh, distance. But how about he still almost crossed at 100 miles per hour, 99.49 miles per hour, and he still crosses the line in six seconds. These cars are unreal, unreal. Looks like he was maybe on the gas uh, just passing 60 feet. And that's about where the Christmas tree sits. It's a little bit closer to the cars than, you know, but anyway, because the, the Christmas tree is quite a bit a ways away from the cars. Um, but anyway, anyway, uh, Mike's going to get the win in the left lane here. The left lane is also going to see its next winner with Billy Torrance next to Joe Morrison in the right lane. Billy Torrance for... 0.519 at 220 miles per hour to Joe Morrison's 5.660 at 200 or 127.91 miles per hour. So it looks like these cars got in trouble passing. They, it looks like they might have passed 330 before they encountered those issues as they cross in four seconds and five seconds. Uh, it was definitely later in the run. Uh, we're talking like a three second run, right? So later in that, you know, we're talking about you know tenths of a second here um and then the left lane is going to see its last victor for the first round of top fuel steve torrance next to clay milliken steve torrance is going to get it done with the quickest et of the of, of race day and of the event how about of the event 3.742 at 328.14 miles per hour big speed on the big end of the racetrack he was the closest to three seconds flat at the eighth mile, basically three seconds flat, 3.007 uh, to 3.105 in the other lane for Clay Milliken. He was off the pace, so two only 249 at the eighth mile. How about Steve Torrance? Almost 290, 288.21 uh, miles per hour for Steve Torrance, 843.60 for Steve Torrance. Clay Milliken was actually first off the line, 055 to Steve's uh, 061. So in the first round of Top Fuel Funny Car, I, t I told you I'm gonna keep saying it. I'm starting a trend. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. I just I just either I'm about to say Top Fuel in a, in an error, and I just go with it. I'm like, um, but that's actually you could call them that, but nobody does. So Fuel Funny Car elimination round one. We got Matt Hagen on a competition single. He earned that being the number one qualifier in the left lane. He accepted the left lane. All right. He's qualified number one, as we just said. And how about a 3.935 at 327.11 booming miles per hour down there at the big end of the racetrack. He was sub 320 at the eighth mile, 3.189. Moving at 275.96 miles per hour. So almost two, 276. Sheesh. <laughs> he was 073 off the line at uh, 876 at 60 foot. At the 330 blocks, he gets there at 
second. So wow, that's let me see, let me see here. Uh, no, that wasn't the quickest of the weekend because he ran 89 to get number one. All right, he was in the left lane. Uh, Bob Tasker is in the left lane now next to Jim Campbell. Uh, Bob Tasker is going to get the win 3.960 at 324.90 miles per hour. He was basically 320 flat at the eighth mile, 3.208, uh, moving at 276.18, booming. Rumbling miles per hour. Uh, how about eight 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 at the sixty foot block? He was o ninety six off the line. Uh, Jim Campbell gets down there four point one 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 at three hundred twelve point seventy one miles per hour. He was three thirty at the sixty foot mark. He was three point three three zero. So off the pace a little bit soft going through those incremental numbers but again that's a car you got to beat you got to get down there to the other end of the racetrack uh you got to beat yourself you know uh you're or basically that car anytime jim campbell hits the gas it's going to complete the thousand foot course it might not set low et absolutely actually it will not set low et um you know he's Got back in the threes not too long ago. The point is, you have to beat that car. You cannot try and go, okay, well, he's a soft opponent. You're going to go out there and just, you know, sneak it down there. You might get in trouble with some tire shake if you don't apply the clutch, if you don't apply enough clutch at the right parts of the racetrack. That car is going to go down the racetrack. So <laughs> he can win. You're going to see that happen in the next pair. Well, in a couple pairs. You got to beat it. You got to beat the car in the other lane. How about left lane? John Force. And in the right lane, we got Corey Lee. John is qualified number three, and Corey Lee is number 12. John gets the win, 4.279 at 211 miles per hour to Corey Lee's 6.092 at 114.54 miles per hour. John was off the line first, 104, 883, 60-foot. Looks like uh, those cars encountered problems shortly after that. Um, Corey Lee was 114 off the line. Um, so, in the next pair, we got Ron Caps and Terry Haddock. Terry Haddock gets the win. How about Terry Haddock? 4.214 at 253 miles per hour. Matt was moving about exactly 10, well, almost exactly 10 miles per hour faster at the finish line 263.20 miles per hour but he's going to get there second with that 4.292 elapsed time uh ron was first off the line he was 875 to 660 so that's the quickest of the round so far uh but he's not going to be able to keep it hooked up with all eight hitting um and terry haddock is going to advance uh, in the next pair, we got Alexis DeJoria and Robert Height. Alexis is in the left lane, and um, Robert is in the right lane, going down in Terry Haddock's tracks. Um, again, two funny cars that do not make full passes, but it's race day. We got to get back on the gas because we got to win. It doesn't matter what's on the scoreboard as long as the win light is lit on the scoreboard. 433 with a 6 on the end for Robert Height, 287 
at the end of the thousand foot course to Alexis DeJoy is 4.717 at 193 miles per hour. Robert was first off the line, 886.60 foot. In the next pair, we got Cruz Pedregon and JR Todd. JR is in the right, Cruz is in the left lane. Cruz is going to put the car on the trailer. JR Todd is going to get the win 3.994 at 322.88 miles per hour. So we got two full pulls here. Uh, and Cruz in the other lane, 4.027 at 321.73 0.73 miles per hour. Again, a good indication uh, that they're running through the finish line is that over 320 uh, speed. Uh, Cruz gets off the line first, 052 and uh, 60. JR actually gets the better of 60, uh, 886, 60 foot after getting off the line, 8, or I'm sorry, uh, 085, 085 off the line. Uh, And then in the last pair, we got Blake Alexander and Tim Wilkerson. Tim Wilkerson is going to get the win out of the right lane, 4.492 at 206.10 miles per hour to Blake Alexander crossing at 10 seconds at 73 miles per hour. Uh, So Tim Wilkerson is going to get the win. Blake actually got Uh, off the line first, but it looks like he encountered problems, and it looks like with that 10 seconds, the higher that number gets, really once you get to like 10, you know, 11, 12 seconds for these cars, they most likely encountered problems at the hit of the throttle or not far after it. Uh, They usually aren't singing very long (laughs) if you got a 10-second run here. Um but again, still crosses in 10 below 11 seconds at almost 83 miles per hour or at almost 75 miles per hour. These cars, they're amazing. Okay, so that's how they shaked up at the end of round two. So now we have, oh, I'm sorry, the end of round one. If you notice, more top fuel cars got down the racetrack. Uh, making full passes. We got one, two, or we got both of those made it down. Two, three, four, five, six top fuel cars make full passes. And in funny car, we got one, two, three funny cars made full passes. So interesting here. Very interesting. All right. So we're going to pull the 30 foot long animals back to the racetrack we're gonna pull them back top fuel to the staging lanes they're already here (laughs) they're here for round two they're here for round two we got mike salinas and we got doug kalita doug kalita is in the right lane mike salinas is in the left lane mike salinas is going to get the win 3.792 at 324.36 miles per hour moving at 284 at the eighth mile, just about three seconds at the eighth, 3.045, uh, 047, uh, 2.151 to Doug Kalita's 2.181 there. So he was cl- closer to the pace. I didn't read Dougie's, uh, uh, incrementals at 60, uh, 660 because they, they just, he was off the pace, 225. He had encountered some problems there. How about 859 for Doug Kalita at the 60-foot block? Uh, 845 for Mike Salinas. Doug Kalita was off the line first, 8 or oh, 071 to a 080. 
Okay. All right, moving on. We got Antron Brown and Billy Torrance. Billy's in the right lane. Antron is in the left lane. Billy's going to get the win. 3.837 at 326.79 miles per hour. 326 miles per hour. 283 at the eighth mile for Billy. Uh, 884 for Billy Torrance. Again, Oh, let me see. Yeah, I guess that would be right. That would be right. Yeah, 83. Yeah, I, that would be about right. I was just looking. I was making sure I entered the right number there because 884, that's a it's a really good funny car, 60 foot. But it looks like they just didn't get that car moving as quickly as Antron got his moving. 856 for Antron. Uh, Billy was, I mean, you could, you can, you know, flip a coin at the, at the, start of the race 074 to a 073 one thou of a second billy torrance is going to get off the line first and in the next pair we got steve torrance and leah pruitt how about a whole shot win for steve torrance 882 three uh wait 861 let me reset 861.60 foot for steve torrance and 855 for leah pruitt so Leah Pruitt got out, got to 60 foot better and quicker. The well, not the quickest of the session because Mike Salinas was quick as 8:45. Uh, Steve is going to get off the line first. 060 to a 0, uh, 103 off the line for Leah. Uh, we just did the 60s. 8 3.823 at 320.13 miles per hour for Steve Torrance, who's going to get the win to Leah's Pruitt to Leah's Pruitt to Leah Pruitt's. Quicker but losing, 3.811 at 323.12 miles per hour. Uh, whole shot win, basically, guys, is when uh, if it's me versus another driver, uh, I get off the line first, and they their car actually outruns mine on the racetrack. So it could be something like, uh, like this, you know, so in, in this case, Steve Torrance got off the line before Leah Pruitt does, but Leah outperformed him on every part of the racetrack, minus Steve moving a little bit, four miles per hour faster at the eighth mile, 284 to Leah's 280. But Leah's going to get to the line second, but quicker than Steve Torrance. It, it's hole shots are the coolest things about NHRA because if you're watching if you're watching one of these races uh it I mean it looks like a dead heat it looks I mean the car that wins literally has to drive around the other car now sometimes it's like okay hole shot win he sometimes it's there's some daylight but more often than not when there's a hole shot in this day and age it's so close at the end of the racetrack, you really have to have great eyes to see who actually wins the the race. It's whole shots, man. You got to get off the line. Got to get off the line first. Um, Leah had the better car, but Steve is going to get to advance because he got off the line first. All right, so there was only three pairs in the top fuel second round. How about Terry Haddock in the next pair? which is the funny car class, round two. We got Terry Haddock. It's going to get a bye to the semifinals. How about that, you know? Uh, he is a 725 
to uh, the 60-foot block. So basically, he just went up there and hit the throttle, and he's going to advance because we got at 330, 0.000, and it's that way the whole way. So it looks like that car might have stopped on the racetrack, did not cross those beams. Uh, but he's going to get to the semifinal round. He, that is huge for Terry Haddock. That's amazing. I was I loved watching that. That was amazing. <laughs> that was weird. Okay. <laughs> so he was in the left lane. We got Bob Task in the left lane and Robert Height in the right lane. How about Robert Height's going to get the win? 3.972 at 324.36 miles per hour. Moving at 276 at the eighth mile. 3.222. At the eighth mile as well on the elapsed time front. Uh, Bob Chaska was first off the line 044 to Roberts 083. Uh, but it looks like Bob was definitely off the pace 106 at the 60 foot mark. Uh, at the 60 foot mark. <laughs> Keep saying mark. <laughs> Guess because this is the New England Nationals. I'm just, I don't know. Anyway, so then. Robert Height, 886 at the 60-foot block, which is more on pace for what a funny car running 3.97 would be doing at that point on the racetrack. In the next pair, we got Matt Hagen and Tim Wilkerson. How about Tim Wilkerson's going to take down the number one qualifier in a very close drag race, two side-by-side threes here. 3.956 at 324.44 miles per hour is going to get the win over Matt Hagen. Check this out, 3.983. Matt Hagen was moving four whole miles per hour faster than Tim Wilkerson at the finish line. 328.06 miles per hour. Big, big, big speed. However, that wouldn't be the quickest of race day. That's coming up in the next pair. Uh, 884 for Matt Hagen to an 895 for Tim Wilkerson. Matt was quicker there. 067 to a 058. Matt was off the line second. In the last pair, we got John Force and J.R. Todd. John's in the left. J.R.'s in the right lane. How about 4006? 319 for J.R. Todd, which is a solid run. Basically 4-0 flat, which is really what it was looking like around uh, on this day. You're not going to be running, I mean, low 390s. You can, but, I mean, it's, you don't want to beat yourself, you know? Uh, So, he's going to get down there. How about John Forrest? 3.957 at 329.18 miles per hour. So, that's the biggest speed of race day so far for the top, uh, for the funny car class. 329. Awesome. 3.957 3.957 is going to be second quick by one thousandth of a second behind Tim Wilkerson. Um, 287 at the eighth mile. It took him two point, 3.214 seconds to get to that speed. Wow. Um, 894 to 899. J.R. Ty got there first. J.R. Ty got off the line first as well. Uh, 067. Just looks like he got outran on the bottom half of the racetrack. Okay, in the semifinal round of Top Fuel Eliminator. However, that did, I'm I'm sorry, I just want to put a period on Funny Card round two. It does look like that was a side-by-side drag race, though, or it was close. It wasn't uh, a blowout. 4-0, and you got a, 
a 95. I mean, that 95 is, they were just as impressed with Tim's 95, which, cause he was a dial quicker. Uh, but it looks like they were both moving. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, JR is approaching 320 there. Uh, and what John was just making a monster pass 395 at 329. Amazing. Uh, so John was in the left lane, by the way. All right. In the, le- in the next pair, down the racetrack for Nitro. Top Fuel Elimination Semifinal. Uh, Billy Torrance is going to get a bye into the final. Uh, 3.871 at 313.15 miles per hour. Uh, he was 857 at 60 foot. Um, all right. The last time a Top Fuel driver had a bye run in the semifinals was at English Town in 1984. The weather conditions. Air temperature. 83 degrees. Relative humidity is 36%. The barometer is reading 29.83 inches. The adjusted altitude is 2,162 feet. The track temperature is 135 degrees. That's hot, guys. The last time a top fuel driver had a bye run in the semifinals, oh, they had that twice. Torrance was a clean pass. Torrance was uh, Torrance is going to his first final round of this season and the 11th of his career. Um... All right, so in the next pair, we got Mike Salinas in the left lane and Steve Torrance, Billy's kid, in the right. How about Mike Salinas is going to get the win, 3.826 at 320.81 miles per hour. So he's going to have lane choice in the final over Billy. 281 at the eighth mile, uh, just above three seconds uh, as well, 3.076. Uh, looks like Steve got into some trouble. He crosses the line at 4.873 at 159.44 miles per hour. Mike Salinas, uh, 8.45 at 60. And uh, Steve Torrance is 8.56 at 60. Uh, Steve was actually first off the line, 0.62. Uh, Mike Salinas is 1.12. Salinas is 9-2 against Salinas in prior events. Torrance with a starting line advantage and started to haze the tires and he could uh and he could get it and he could not get it to hook back up. Okay. Salinas is straight down the groove for the win. He will have lane choice over Billy Torrance in the final. Salinas is going back to his first final this year, the sixth of his career. The sixth. <laughs> All right, funny car elimination semifinal. We got John Forrest and Terry Haddock. John Forrest is going to get down through their first 3.975 at 324.83 miles per hour. How about John Forrest 275 at the eighth mile, uh, 879 at the 60 foot block? Terry Haddock was off the line first, however, 103 to John's 10, uh, or I'm sorry, 125. Haddock with a slight starting line advantage, but Forrest has the difference made up by the time they go past the Christmas tree and never trails from there on for the win. Forrest is going to his 159th career final round and the third this season. Haddock was on a clean pass until the shutdown area when it used up an engine. Um, 4.199 at 296 
for Terry Haddock. I want to make sure I got that run, uh, or that those numbers in there. He used up an engine in the shutdown. The word is there is oil. Terry Haddock was charged with an oil down number one for the season. That will cost him five points. Um, so looks like, uh, yeah, like I said, it, J- John never really trailed for that win. Uh, but Terry, again, made it made it competitive. Uh, if John's flames would have went down for even a tenth of a second, it would have been done. Not not maybe not a tenth, <laughs> maybe like a, a hundredth, you know, or a tenth uh, of a second. He would have lost. Uh, all right, this next one. How about Tim Wilkerson and Robert Hyde? Tim Wilkerson is in the left lane. Robert's in the right lane. How about Tim Wilkerson gives it away? Oh, 90 red, negative 90 red to Jr. On the uh, I'm sorry. JR. Robert on the other side of the racetrack. 097 Green. All right. Robert is going to get down there 4.022 at 322.27 miles per hour. Uh, so John Force is going to have lane choice in the final. Height is 31 and 21 against Wilkerson in prior events. Wilkerson goes red to give Height the win. Height is straight down the groove for the win. He will give up lane choice to Force in the final. Hyde is going to his 83rd career final round and third this season. Uh, the John Force Racing cars came out and, and really shook Funny Car up when they ca- when they got back out here. I mean, uh, you heard it, John. This is his third final of this season at this point. So, I mean, they came out swinging. Okay, they they missed the whole year last year with with COVID and and things like that, and John decided to sit the team down. Uh, he felt that that was the best thing to do uh, for his sponsors and for, you know, and everybody stuck around. Everybody came back. Um, they believe in the mission. <laughs> so the weather conditions for the funny cars in their final round. Weather conditions, air temperature, 83 degrees. The relative humidity is 35%. The barometer is reading 29.81 inches. The adjusted altitude is 2,183 feet. The track temperature is 122 degrees. So it has cooled off quite a bit. Um, How about, this is a very, very side-by-side, very, very side-by-side. Okay. Okay. Y'all know what I meant. (laughs) This is a great side-by-side drag race. How about side-by-side 390s to end the day? John is going to get the win. 3.972 3.972 at 327.51 miles per hour. Does it in style next to Robert Heights? 3.993 at 323.35 miles per hour. Robert kept him honest. John chunks it in a little bit at the starting line. 054 to Roberts. 067. Uh, we see that in the 60 foot block. Uh, 903 for John to 9 uh, or 891. For J.R. I keep calling him J.R. Todd. For Robert Height. Uh, and how about they were almost pretty much dead even at the 330 blocks. 2.9 uh, or 2.290 for John Forrest and 2.297 for Robert Height. So just seven thousandths of a second there. Uh, John starting to pull away here. 3.226 at the eighth mile to Robert's 3.239. Uh, Robert was moving two miles per hour slower than John Forrest, 278 for John to 276. Still both cars over three set or 275. Did I say three again? 
I meant 278 and 276. I can't remember. It's not like we have DVR and I can just go back. <laughs> I meant two if I said three. All right. <laughs> Height is 30 and 24 against force in prior events. And each has won three times against the other in final rounds. Force with the starting line advantage and never trailed for the win. John Force's margin of victory. How about 16 feet? So just a little bit more than a car length. Force wins his second Wally this year and hundred this is his hundred and fifty third in his career. One hundred fifty three race wins. There are funny car drivers and top fuel drivers. There are drivers that haven't even competed in a hundred and fifty three events. This man has three uh, has a hundred and fifty three wins. Wow. 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 Incredible. 16-time champ gets it done for peak antifreeze. Blue death. Uh, the Auto Club of Southern California. Peak. I already said peak. I'm excited. <laughs> Chevrolet. He gets it done. Cornwell Tools. Gonna get it done. All right. And in the last pair that goes down the racetrack, we got Mike Salinas in the left lane and Billy Torrance in the right how about Billy Torrance getting the win? 3.827 at 324.44 miles per hour. Two, Mike Salinas is quicker but losing. Whole shot win. 3.816 at 325.37 miles per hour. Literally was making a better run in the other lane and will will take his car home without a Wally. Wow. Wow. Uh, so let me. I wanna. I wanna jump back just. Re, just really quick. Um, 0.0342 seconds. So that's 3.4 or three. Three hundred and forty-two. I don't know. I'm not gonna say that. We're gonna move on. <laughs> uh, Steve Torres's. Margin of victory. I wanted to get it right because I, I just, I, I can't say, I don't know how to say it. I just, at this moment, I just don't know how to say it. All right. It's Torrance with the starting line advantage and the power to hold on for the whole shot win in a close one. Billy Torrance's margin of victory. So this is what I was trying to say for John Ford. For John 0.0022 seconds, approximately 13 inches. I believe that's a little closer than the funny car final. But again, these cars are 30 foot long. So this is still within a car length. Wow. Torrance wins his first Wally this year and the seventh of his career for Capco Redline Oil. They're going to get it done over Mike Salinas. So we have reached the end of the episode. Uh, we always have fun. Like I said, I always keep the, the faux pas in there because, like I said, I'm a performer. And, you know, the beauty of live performance is the fact that there are going to be mistakes, you know. Uh, it's not supposed to be perfect. Uh, it, it's it's a performance, you know, after all. So I do hope you enjoyed it. This was Epping, New Hampshire, Top Fuel and Funny Car. Um very very cool so next week next week i'm really excited about this one we're gonna do that we're gonna do a sound episode we're gonna talk about the sound we're gonna be playing some of the sound for you and talking through it talking about it really breaking it down 
Uh, we'll take a break from the numbers next week uh, and, and just really talk about the experience of the sound that these cars make. Uh, again, I, you guys know by now I'm a musician and uh, that is what drew me to this sport. The sound of the cars, like the nitro cars specifically, the pro stock, they have amazing sound as well. I love that as well. But this is the nitro performance guide and we talk nitro here. Um, the, I mean, you hear this sound at the beginning of every episode. So it's after my little, my not my little, it's after my intro music. That's a funny car run. That's uh, Sean Langdon when he was driving funny car. And John Forrest from 2018. This is the last funny car, uh, or this was the last pass of the day uh, for these two. Uh, so it wasn't the last pass. It was their last pass of the weekend. It was final qualifying. Uh, and I just love how it sounds. So we're going we're to be featuring some some clips of things that I've captured over the years because it's really been important to me to capture this sound. Uh, and I think I've, I've done that. Uh, so we're going to play a lot of... Uh, I, I consider it music. It's music to my ears. Uh, and I know there are some folks out there that, that also echo that. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit next week also about, you know, things that you put on your ears so you can actually hear what's really happening. Uh, you know, those, those foam earplugs aren't the best. They're, they're good to take off the uh, the sound, take the sound off. But we're going to talk about some head, uh, some earplugs next week that really get you what you want to hear. They, you, you can hear every single pop, cackle, whatever. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, but anyway, we've reached the end of another one. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed making it for you. Again, I don't take your listens for granted, your downloads, your support. I do not. I thank you. I'm so grateful for it. Um, so with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. This is the end of another Time Machine, Twilight Zone, Rick Morty, Rick and Morty, uh, Back to the Future episode. <laughs> this is the end of another one of those. Uh, next week, we're going to take a break from the numbers. So... You guys have a good rest of your day or night, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.